Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another installment of Wilson Financial Podcast. This is completely and totally dedicated to the tax season that is uh, quickly approaching. So I brought on my uh, my brother that always represents real love. We got Aurel here in the building. Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? Um, like you said, I am his little brother. He didn't want to say that, but I say it's my big brother. Um from Langston University, and oh yeah, I gotta look at the camera. Yes, yeah, so he's like, the camera, bro. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm just looking at it's the setup good. right now. It's all good. Used to it. It's first time, first time. We're gonna nah, keep, keep it rolling. All that. We're gonna keep, keep it rolling. All that. It's all good. But hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> My name is RL, um, graduate of Langston University, HBCU in Langston, Oklahoma. Um, but yeah, been doing taxes for about six years now. Uh, Started at Jackson Hewitt in in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Whew. <laughs> you was in the cut out there, boy. Guthrie. But um made the transition uh to Houston. Shout out to Terry Lee, Carmen Wilson, love y'all. But um now I'm here with my brother, feeling right, feeling good and Let's tackle this stuff for y'all. Yes, yes. So you're going to see us going in and out, back and forth uh, to the computer because we want to give you factual information. Yes, we do know this information, but it is a lot. And sometimes <laughs> we want to make sure we're regurgitating the correct yes. information because we want to be transparent when it comes to people and their money <laughs> because uh, ain't nobody like funny money. Yeah. So we want to we want to be true, true to it. Uh, just quickly before we get into it, thank you guys for joining once again. You can always, always find Wilson Financial on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube, and you can join the Patreon where we'll be uh, uploading exclusive videos as well, as low as $5 a month. So the first topic we're going to get into uh, when it comes to these taxes, I mean, taxes are a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, but okay, when you okay. start the foundation, or what is it that we got to do? Uh, whenever you get that first job. I was about to thing, say, got to get a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get the now. <laughs> so when you get that first job, what they uh, hand you is a W-4 This form. is crucial. So this is going to set you up the right way. If you're making mistakes, please change it for the upcoming year. Uh, it's all right. 2019 is over. But 2020, you can start on the right on the right foot. Let's so, have clear vision, y'all. Yes, yes. I got to see. So uh, the W-4 is uh, Employees Withholding Allowance um, Certificate. So basically what you want to do is, of course, know how to spell your name, middle name, last name. You know, that's in the one box. Two box, put the right social. That is extremely important. Extremely important. Yeah. When you get the filing and ain't adding up, that's not good. Not good. Of course, your home address. And then the box number three is, I'm going to say what I always suggest. And then we're going to let professional go ahead and talk about uh, box number three. So I always suggest everyone do single. My, my <laughs> standpoint is married or not, single, single, single. Why is that? Because you're paying the most into the IRS. Uh, to the government, they take the most out, so that way you can always ensure that 
at a minimum, you're going to hit zero or you have that overpayment when you start filing and claiming your deductions. What do you have to say about that? I, I completely understand where he's coming from. Um, if you're legally married, though, you have to put <laughs> married because that, that, that's not going to swing. Um, now, you can put uh, married and then file married filing separately. That's really no tax benefit to you or your partner or your family. Um, but like I said, I, I understand the reason why you would put single. But as far as your number of allowances, you can um, you can put zero even if you're married. And that'll take the most out of your check. So either way, I get the mindset mm-hmm. of by putting single, but... It's the number of allowances you want to um, you want to have it at zero, especially if you're single, because it's going to take the most out of your check and give you the highest refund you can possibly get. Depending on, of course, all this other stuff that we have to get into, the number of kids you may have if you if you have kids, um, especially if you marry filing jointly, there, there are tax benefits for that as well. But, so yeah. quick quick question. So you always say go with what your relationship status is. Yes. So would be would filing single be a negative impact? I mean not filing single. Would um putting on your W four marking as single and then you end up filing jointly? What kind of ramifications uh could possibly come from that? And that is what I was definitely thinking about when you said put down single. As far as, okay, so if you put down single and you're married um, on this document, as long as you file as oh, as being married, you're, you're cool. Like, you're cool. This document, you know, it'll nullify that in a sense. Mm-hmm. Now, if you... If you um, put down that you're single, but you're married, right? You go to your tax preparer and you say that you're single, but you're married. That's going to fuck everything up. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. (laughs) We'll bleep it out. I am sorry. I'm sorry. But that's going to mess everything up. Um, Now, I've, I've had quite a few people try to do that you know come in and say that they're single you know i i don't have any you know i don't have a partner this that, and other and we end up finally then all of a sudden because the prior year they filed married finally uh married finally jointly excuse me Mm -hmm. um it'll pop up it'll be a red flag and then we have to uncover Oh, you'll have to uncover all of those past, well, your wife or your husband and your kids. And then it'll it'll just be like, okay, I don't, it'll be awkward. Now, if you want to continue to pursue and say that you're still single, then that's up to you and the IRS. Because they're going to come after you at that point because you are lying. Because you are married, and being married is a legal binding. You know, it's a thing. So yeah, yeah, you, legal binding document. Yeah, it's a legal legal binding document that you signed in order to get married. Mm-hmm. So please keep that in mind when, when you're filing. 
file married filing jointly if you're married. The secondary option I guess you'd have is if you're accustomed to being single and now you're recently Mm -hmm. married and you don't want to be entangled with your partner's Mm -hmm. tax issues, uh, that's where I would say, ah, you could file single and file single separately because you have a history of filing single. There you go. If you have a history of filing, yes. But if yes, you want to perfect. be on, the, but if you perfect. have that heightened level of moral and ethical code, then you just file married, but withhold at a higher single rate. So that way you're still paying as much into uh, the taxes as you possibly can to recoup it on the back end. And I would say look at it almost like a savings account, which is why I always say uh, to people when I was doing taxes at Jackson Hewitt myself out here in uh, in Los Angeles is when it comes to the line item five, which is pretty much you're determining the number of allowances you want to claim, uh, that also reduces the amount of taxes that they withhold from your check. Uh, I always say put zero. It doesn't matter if you have 10 kids, 12 kids, one kid, put zero. Zero because on the back end, of, of we'll get into the child tax credit and all that stuff. Standard deduction. Influential as far as maximizing your return. So... Pay it out. I know a lot of people is like, nah, I want all my money up front. But then you're going to have a bill at the end. And because you've consistently been trying to make sure you're paying on the bills and everyone has what they need throughout the year, mm-hmm. you're not even thinking that, oh, I have a bill possibly mm-hmm. at the end of the year. So, oh, safe, and, safe, just go zero. And I do want to say this because I've experienced this. Um, when you're working for a sole proprietor or a business owner, someone who owns the store, the building, the business, make sure that they actually put zero because if they're paying you out more money, it's going to help their business with their tax returns on the back end. Yeah, they're write-offs. Exactly. So make sure that they actually put down zero. Because you'll be like, oh, I put down zero and I'm getting all my money. No, you're not. Mm-mm. No, you're not. You're going to owe in the end if you don't make sure that they put down zero because they're trying to help themselves. So make sure that you really help yourself. Yeah. Get get a copy of it. Yeah, double check the double check. Uh, another thing that will line item six, it will be another episode. Again, we are, we are dedicated to today shooting eight podcasts all on taxes. We're trying to get it done. So... Line item six is pretty much additional amount, if any, you want to withhold from each paycheck. This is a topic we'll get into later on because it goes right along with tax evasion and tax avoidance. Mm. (laughs) But pretty much it is just paying additional money into the IRS, if uh, to the IRS, uh, that you can just have uh, sheltered somewhere else. And you can recoup that when necessary. So we'll get into that in another uh, another episode that we're going to record today. And then line item seven is I claim exemption from withholding for 2019, since it is 2019. And I certify that I meet both of the following conditions or, exi- or exemption. I'll let you go ahead and talk about number seven. We'll close, close um, that part out. Okay. Okay, so this is the exemptions that you claim during, well, throughout 
the uh, the tax year, and an exemption is basically, um, I don't, I hate talking. Anyways, it's like a, your kids, like it's the people within your household that you're using to get this standard deduction or to get your child tax credit. So you just want to make sure that um, you mark down how many that you might have or that you claim for that year because it could be like a nephew or a niece or someone that you have sheltered, you have provided for throughout that tax year. So make sure that you're getting all of the credits that you can possibly get so you can get that highest refund from your tax preparer or from the from the IRS. Yeah, yeah. So that is going to be it that we're going to talk about for the W-4 for the simple, simply fact that we want you to go ahead and join the Dub Club on Patreon in which we'll discuss in further details the personal allowance worksheet uh, that we'll be putting that episode out later on and two owners multiple multiple jobs worksheet as well. So get on the Get on uh, Patreon, join the Dove Club, and we'll get you that information as well. So, next thing we're going to smoothly transition to is what comes at the end of the year. When you've done all the work you can possibly do, you've been, you've been working hard, <laughs> you've been working hard, and, and you want to get that, that big paycheck come, uh, come February, come April, depending on how quickly you decide to file because i know you can file in december you can file it a little bit early and don't let the government stubs. shut down though so yeah. oh yeah and yeah. it switches the whole tax calendar i'm trying to tell you mm-hmm. that happened last year yeah got yep. the extension pushed everyone's uh child tax credit uh pushed that further back because mm-hmm. there's typically there's a date of february the 15th somewhere yes, around there right after valentine's is when day. you should start seeing your money come in if you claim that as long as well as the earned income uh, mm-hmm. credit as well exactly uh but one, anyway one thing right. that uh we will put in uh it's like i forget the website but it does have a tax calendar because i know a lot of um my clients in the past, they're preparing for a birthday or, you know, a lot of single mothers, they're preparing for their birthday and their vacation and they need this refund money, you know, to enjoy themselves. So I want you guys to be prepared, um, you know, in a sense of when I can expect this money to come in. And I'm telling you, I've been using this calendar for three or four years and it is accurate. It's very accurate. So I just want you guys to be at peace. Whenever you do put your return in, you'll know exactly when you're getting that money back. Yeah, so we'll, we'll drop that information mm-hmm. uh, in the link below if, as far as the podcast. And we'll attach it to the overall description when we post on Facebook and YouTube. Yes. So we'll make sure you guys get that information. That is something I did not know. And uh, I think I'm going to use that myself. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to use that myself. But it is the end of the year. You're feasting and waiting for this <laughs> W-2. Boy. Some employers, some companies just be waiting to that last day, January 31st, <laughs> to send it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. And it's just like, ah. <laughs> 
So the good thing is you have Jackson Hewitt. I know for sure because mm-hmm. I used to be employed there. They will go off your very, very last pay stub of the year, which could be the 18th. Could be the 21st. Could even be the 5th if you get paid once a month at the beginning of the month. And you'll be able to file based off of your pay stub. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, when you do that, you got to come back now. You got to come back yes. with that W-2 because it is not official until that W-2 has been submitted. I would uh, just throw another analogy out there. It's kind of like when you apply for a house. You got the pre-approval based off the information you provided, but then you're actually approved, and that could be a completely different number. Well, I was pre-approved for 678. Now I'm only only approved for 300,000. What happened? Well, we had to go back and make sure what you provided was, was accurate with the correct documentation. So think of it like this as well. You got that pay stub, but that W-2 may reflect a little bit different because it's all the whole the whole entire year. Mm-hmm. And the retirement and the different things that you've been paying into doesn't necessarily show on that pay stub. Yes. Yes. You, you always want to make sure that, once again, going back, and I don't want to harp on sole proprietors or just business owners but you do have to make sure that the document is formal like they they're actual well they actually have a business ein and they're sending their stuff through the irs in order to get your formal w-2 i've seen some fake w-2s from fake companies with no ein number I've dealt with people who came in with these, and I'm just like, man, yeah, the yeah. business owner is is messing, yeah. is messing with your finances for pretty lack mu- of a better much, word or a better phrase. You cash you know? all year. Yeah, so, but they've been taking money out this whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm, for themselves, they have. For so themselves. please make sure it is um, a real document, and you'll know because it'll be it'll have um, I forget the word, but prorated edges like where you can yeah perforated perforated pages, pages mm-hmm. so you'll be able to tear the document it'll come yeah. officially someone will say adp on there so mm-hmm. there's there's different ways to back check and double check and you can also go online yourself irs.gov and type in the ein number ein number yes make sure yes. the company is registered and active yes so protect yourself protect yourself always do that but we're going to break down the mm, W-2. Let's, let's get into it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So we got box number one. That's simple. So any wages, that's pretty much enti- the entirety of what you've earned throughout mm-hmm. the whole year. That includes tips as well and other ways that have paid you, whether it be like a bonus or quarterly thing. Uh, that would be uh, for like waitresses for the tips. Yeah, a lot of those are. So I, I would like not to cut you off. I go would ahead, like to ahead. explain especially the the waiters all my waiters out there i'm a former one as well so i understand um now the tips that are included in box number one is the the house what the house gets paid off top from gratuity that is included in box number one now the allocated yeah the allocated tips is box number eight which is the one that that we as waiters oh, are supposed received. yes okay you're supposed to report now it's you know it's over a certain amount um 
I believe it may have changed. Don't quote me. It's around 500 to 1,000. If you earn over that, you got to report that. If it's under it, go ahead and keep that. You know, yeah. Keep it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Put, but, it in the, put it in the front pocket. Not yeah, the back pocket. Not the back. You make sure you, you got it on you. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to make that clear. The tips is from gratuity that is already included in your check and everything like that. Anything that they handed you after that, that's what you're supposed to report in box number eight. Okay, got it, got it. So we're gonna head over to box number two, which is the federal income tax withheld. That follows from which form? The W-4. Come on now, come on now. We gotta fill it out right, make sure. Uh, yes. So pretty much that is pretty uh, a basis of what you could potentially get back. Yeah, you can most definitely go off of that. Now, oh man. Um, I don't know what example I do want to use, but say that you made 20000 this year. When you, open, <laughs> when you open up your W-2 and you see $900 in box number two, it's not looking too good. Just right off top, it's not looking too good. Depending... On if you're single, um, how you did that you know, W4, how, how you did the W4, mm -hmm. and if you're married or not. Now, for the married couples, you understand that you had the number of allowances, so you got most of your check back. You're gonna be fine, you know, you're gonna be fine. We'll get into the child tax credit. All my single people, you're not. So, um, that means that they didn't, your the whoever. The HR person or um, the business owner, they didn't actually put down zero because it should be around $1,200 to $1,300 in box number two if you made 20000 Which is around about like 10%, somewhere, yes, somewhere around there. Most definitely. Want to make sure that makes sense. Okay, box number three, though, Social Security wages. That usually equals exactly box number one. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be the same because two different type of percentages are being allocated to box number two. And then where it says box number four, Social Security taxes withheld. Now, <clears throat> I will say number four, you don't get that money back. You don't get it when you file. I'm sorry. A lot of people used to come in and be like, well, when you add this and that, that's how much I should get. The two and four, that, that's it. That's it right there. And you got to add Medicare tax. I'm like, oh, no. My brother, that's when you retire. <laughs> that's for when you retire. You got you got a little bit more. You got enough 40 years. So, yeah, always know that. That ain't money you're getting now. That's money you get on the back end when the SSA get to kicking in. <laughs> when, you, when you done put in your 40 credits. Now, now the for um, teachers, uh, anyone who works for a church or a nonprofit organization, your W two is going to look totally different. Um, you're not going to have what was it? The I believe is the Social Security, like the Social Security, and your your um. So box number four and box number six is going to look different. It's, you may not have anything taken out 
And that's totally fine. Because okay. they're exempt. Yeah, because you guys are exempt organizations from those. And they're doing your retirement totally different depending on what um, organization they're already partnered yeah, up with. Which means it could be a 403B instead of the traditional 401K that we're all putting our money into as much as we possibly can. That is advice. If you're not doing it, please do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we got box, uh, number seven, social security tips. Let you go ahead and get in. Man, to be honest, I, I don't. Oh, it's all good. Like I said, this is a lot of information for us. (laughs) So, uh, we're going to research it real quick, see if we can find something out. So it's saying for anyone who um, is involved with the job, I, I just said waiters the last time. It could be hairdressers, um, barbers, yeah. people that are in those fields. If you have tip money, you have to allocate your own tips to Social Security, mm-hmm. um, to Medicare. Depending on if you want to do that, you would show that or reflect that through your w-2 now does that have anything to do with the self-employment tax you gotta pay every quarter oh that's most definitely works hand in hand with that if you are um you know if you are the hairdresser if you are the 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 barber so Mm. yeah most definitely okay cool cool uh so now we got number uh number 10 with dependent care benefits. So when you sign up with uh, your employer, sometimes they do have where you can pay into it. And they, uh, from my experience, siphon some of that money that you put out to help uh, contributions for payments for daycare, daycare expenses uh, while you're at work. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is something that will be included in line item number 10. And please, if you if you're sending your uh, kids to daycare or any after school program that costs, please make sure that you get their EIN number and get some type of ledger or document stating how much you paid because you will get a percentage of that money back. Yeah. You will make sure get it's that on back. leatherhead too. Make yes. sure it's on leatherhead because. The- your tax preparer will more than likely scan that document in as well. Yes. Uh, so that make sure you got it. has to be official. You yeah. have to have the EIN number and the amount. It has to be written down. Please don't forget that. I have to, that's the hardest thing for me to say to a single mother. It's like, I can't take it. I can't give you this credit. You can't get that extra chunk of money. On your refund, if you don't have the EIN, we can't make that up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's yeah, what, that's, what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we can't we, make that up. They gonna put your EA on the line. Yeah, I can't. Your CPA, your tax preparer on the line. Hey, this it, it's not it's not what's best practice. That's not a good practice to do that now. 
on that on the happenstance chance you that, get your, that your number get pulled <laughs> and you get out of it, yeah, it ain't gonna be good. We talking about levies, automatic garnishments from the check. On the top end, not the back end. So before the taxes get taken out, they taking their tax. Tax on tax. Then you go from your benefits. <laughs> so you're going to be left. You're going to be left uh, walking on one leg. You don't want that. Or single fathers. Yeah, yeah. Single fathers. Yes, indeed. So the rest uh, the rest lines uh, 11, uh, 12, 13 is pretty much where you're uh, investing for tomorrow. Yes, and this is... Um, for all of our corporate brothers and sisters, you know, you know, they manage a lot of that for you as far as allocating these numbers. If you do want to take control of that, please go to your to HR and make sure that either you have your own retirement plan or your own um, Roth account, IRAs, all of that nature, mm-hmm. and you want to handle that money yourself. Make sure that you go and talk to them. But usually these numbers are for, you know, all of our people out there with a career. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Please make those contributions though. Please do it. We uh we've talked about it a few times on Facebook. We've done a lot of article reviews about the benefits and importance of four oh one Ks, the contribution and on when you starting to distribute them back to yourself. Yeah, how that affects and, you when you uh when you still gotta file taxes. And I do want to say it's not only for people with careers. If you you do want to take advantage or just get in the habit of practicing this, I know that one of my good friends, her mother taught her to do this when she was working at McDonald's. Like she would put money into um, her retirement, her, you know, emergency funds or all of these things. Like, and she yeah. was working at McDonald's. So she was preparing herself for her career. Yeah. And now and she has money set up, set up. Right? And we're talking about not relying on your employer to do it. Exactly. But for you going to wherever you bank at and see how they manage or even offer traditional or Roth IRAs. And then furthermore, there are SCP IRAs for those who are self-employed. Mm-hmm. So they put that money aside for themselves also. And uh, again, we've talked about it many, many times because we stress the importance of tomorrow. Because our model here at Wilson Financial is Blurred. you're always focusing on tomorrow, not today. So we always are always stressing, giving new information, how to reach a million dollars, two million, only make 45 a year. You can still achieve a million dollars in your retirement. You just got to start early. If you're a little late, then you got to contribute a little more. But it's still it's still uh, able to be done. Mm-hmm. And then we got box 14. That's usually for the SDI. And so oh, yeah. I'll let you go ahead and talk about the SDI. <laughs> all, all I know is 14 whenever they whenever um, whenever my truck drivers um, or construction workers or um, anyone in that realm you all have these certain type of 
It's insurance is pretty much. Yeah, state like state disability insurance is that you've paid into. So just in case you end up getting hurt, hurt. Uh, yeah. if you're part of a union, you're paying those dues that's mm-hmm. in there. You have health insurance premiums that are also in there as well. And if you receive any educational assistance uh, payments as well. So it's pretty much dedicated to that. In, in case of injury, you have money that you paid into that you withdraw off of on top of, you know, what your uh, your job will do, whether they pay you 100% or 60% of your uh, normal uh, base income. So that's pretty much what that box is uh, dedicated for, uh, for um, box number 14. Then we're going on to the state. That state line 15 through 15 through 20. 15 Man, through 20. Boy, did I love working in Houston. Shout out to Houston. Now, why, what's had so this... special about Texas and yeah. the state tax? I want yeah. to let the people know. There is none. 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 Woo-hoo-hoo. No state taxes. You get that much more money and um in your paycheck. But you know, we in California. Yeah, we're, we're out here in California. We're in California. I pay that so, tax on tax and paying it. But yeah. n- now, to explain this, state tax, it goes back into our roads. It goes to our parks, our E-commerce. communities. Yeah. Most definitely. So that you'll know at least what you're paying into from that yeah. standpoint. So and education. You got high most schools. Definitely. Pays you know. for your teachers, the bus drivers. Yeah. You know. Um, the counselors, things of that nature, yeah. for sure. But I think there are some people out there running for office that that want to have that trickle on over to college. You know, some of them out there hmm. are shouting out free college. So Bernie Sanders shout, shouting that out Shameless free college. Shameless <laughs> plug. So yeah, you have you have <laughs> folks like that, and then you got people like Elizabeth Warren trying okay. to set you free of the debt based on your income. <sighs> Don't sound too bad to me. Yeah, I know, cause uh, that would leave me with only three thousand. So I can drop that right now <laughs> <laughs> on the credit card. Not Boy. possible though. They only take it from your account. You can't do it with your credit card. And don't do that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a point hustler. I'll be trying to get all the points. <laughs> that's that's eight thousand points right there. <laughs> but yeah, only with your account you're able to pay for that. But yeah, we'll just have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. On that, on that end, because that is completely different than taxes. Just have to throw yeah. a little breather in there because this is a lot of, you know, a lot of information that uh, that we're bringing to the table. But we want to, we just want to feel. Uh, we started out with it, but we want to dive a little bit further into um, the reasonings or what comes out of filing single, married, married filing jointly, separate. You know, mm-hmm. things of that nature, because what, what goes in line with that when it comes to getting your 1040, which we'll be talking about later on, is the standard deduction. So that standard deduction has uh, drastically changed. <laughs> yeah. Drastically. Because we used to have standard deductions and the PEs, which is the personal exemptions, 4050 per on that return. Mm-hmm. And so that has been removed under the the, um, the Jobs and Tax um, Cut Act uh, that was passed under the Trump administration. So they increased it and removed personal exemptions. Yeah, they yep. they increased it a lot. <laughs> um, so what's funny about this 
Now, Which is good and bad. It, yeah. And we'll so, talk about the bad, but we'll let you go ahead. And so, like, that's exactly why I was like, it's funny, you know, for those who own businesses. And this was the benefit of being, you know, sole proprietor um, or just a small business owner. Let me use start using that. Um, so, because you had personal exemptions, you could... <laughs> You could cheat, you know what I'm saying? You could have a whole lot of personal exemptions. Mm -hmm. Rack that up, get it above, because usually you'll you'll file single as a single uh, business owner. So that, uh, so like the standard, the old standard deduction was just like 5,300 for Uh, a single person. Talking about 2017. Yeah, it was. 6350. 6350. Okay, 6350. So personal exemptions. If the amount of money that you spent um outside of well like on anything anything pertaining to your line of business, if it exceeded $6300, and I'm talking uh you know, supplies for that business. I'm talking about Gas, maintenance, cell phone bills, vacations, even food in some cases. If it exceeded that $6,300 Meals um, and entertainment when we talk about food. You're mm-hmm. taking people out for business purposes. Yes. So <laughs> it it could it could possibly rack up to $12,000 or $18,000. And you would... That would help. I'm talking about help that reduce the taxable uh, income. Mm -hmm. Pretty much reduce that. But but now that the standard deduction is so high, it's kind of impossible to exceed it, which eliminates that. Yeah, and that has and that has greatly affected churches as well because a Mm -hmm. lot of people used to gear around. Unfortunately, gear around what the standard deduction is and ensure that they exceed that. So that way, at least on the charitable contributions and donations, they've already exceeded it. Plus on whatever, you know, they paid into it as well. Mm-hmm. So now that ain't the case <laughs> because uh, it is very difficult for a lot of people to exceed 24000 400 within a year if you're married finally jointly exactly. contributing towards a church or towards or, Salvation Army or whatever or, nonprofit organization. Or if you're just head of household and you have people that you're taking care of, it's hard to exceed the eighteen thousand. Yeah, eighteen three fifty. That's and I've sat down with people and I'm just like, ooh, you know, the the number didn't look right to them, um, to the previous refund. So I would go back and be like, ooh, that number was that, and now it's only this. Let's see if I can work with you or add up, tally up. How much you spent in those areas we said previously still didn't work. So it's like, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's difficult because it's if you're making twenty four thousand, you can't put on there that you <laughs> gave to your church sixteen thousand. How you live? Mm-hmm. What rent were you paying? Hundred dollars a month? Where that at? I need to be there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's and that throws up a, a huge red flag when over fifty percent of your income you gave out to it. Just trying to beat? No. Mm-hmm. That causes for a huge audit as well. So pretty much, <clears throat> just to go through it, 
We're going to go back to 2017. It was 6,354 single people. Mm-hmm. Now it's 12,200 mm-hmm. in, 20, in 2019. It was uh, 9,350 if you were ahead of household in 2017, two mm-hmm. years ago. And now if you're ahead of household, it is 18,350. Now we're seeing how, how, how many, the reason why millions of people are not itemizing because mm-hmm. it's difficult to exceed that. You you were at what was it? Twenty four thousand married jointly in twenty seventeen. Now you're at twenty four four hundred four hundred dollar increase. Uh, but yeah, that is um, yeah. Those are huge changes. Millions and millions of people are now just having to settle with the standard deduction because it's so difficult to exceed it. And then you're additionally capped. When it comes to property tax, because that would be like another escape goat kind of. If you're in a loophole, an, uh, yeah, another loophole. If you're in a living in a high state, um, a high, uh, I want to say this, high property state, uh, state, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so you got California, you got um, Texas. New York, you got Florida, where the taxes are pretty high <clears throat> as far as property tax, but now you're you're capped at ten thousand thanks to salt. Mm. <clears throat> so now that makes it even you know a little bit more difficult to try to exceed uh exceed that uh standard deduction as well so that's pretty much all we have to bring if you have additional questions again you can always send them over to info at wilsonfinancialmgmt.com any questions on this topic or any other topic that has to do with taxes we're more than likely going to get into it but you can still ask it oh, anyways. Last thing, last thing with this. Yeah. Um, nah, thank you. I almost forgot. Um, standard deduction. Now, the good thing about it is, um, if you okay, per se, it was it was just the sixty three hundred in twenty seventeen. Now it's twelve thousand. It is extremely beneficial, especially if you. Put zero on the your W four because if you don't put zero and you're single, ooh, <clears throat> it's gonna come back on you. Like because that standard uh, deduction is so high, it helps you out. It helps you out. And oh then, yeah. Then on top, mm-hmm. if you put zero, they're taking out the most that they can. So now with that help, you already started off with that. Now, if you put zero, you about to get a whole lot more back. Now, if you, because they they giving you that help, they giving you that twelve, mm-hmm. you know, twelve thousand or eighteen or if, eighteen. If you have a child. Mm-hmm. Now, throughout the year, you're like, oh, okay, I want my money. They giving you that help, so it's gonna take away from you on the back end, and now you owe. Hmm. And you don't want to do that. Unless you want the IRS to be your best friend. They'll come knocking. <laughs> yeah, they will. You don't just so, please, please stress, stressing. Because it happened to me. It happened to me. Um, um, I worked for, um, I had three different jobs. And one of them, even though I said I wanted zero, they weren't used to looking at it that way. So they put one. It's like, oh, because, you know, 
Because it's just you. Yeah, it's you, just you. You have that option single. of putting that on there. So just you. You can that's one. one allowance. But I messed up my refund. I didn't get the total benefit of that 12000 I took from it unconsciously, unknowingly. Yeah, about 50% it, of it. And it hurt me in the end. So please, I'm stressing it again. Yeah, yeah. But again, we're going to close this one out. Any questions, shoot it over. Info at WilsonFinancialMGMT.com. That's info at WilsonFinancialMGMT.com. Thank you guys for joining. Always go ahead and head over and support so we can bring more content as special effects. We can't do that without resources. So head <laughs> over to the Dub Club. Join the Dub Club on Patreon. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you'll also be getting like discounts on merch that will be coming out pretty soon. So that's okay, an exciting okay. thing. Uh, so thank you for joining. Later.